In the first sentence of the Holy Gospel today, we hear Jesus say to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Understand here the new, holy, promised, heavenly homeland. We first encounter talk of a new promised land in the covenant which God makes with Abraham. Now, generations later, we see Moses and Aaron pleading with Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to release the Hebrews and their possessions and livestock that they might go a three days journey into the wilderness to worship God at the place which God would show them and to which he would lead them. While speaking with Pharaoh, this destination was yet unknown to Moses and the people. They were to have faith and allow God to lead them, to go before them to the place he in his divine mysterious plan would show them. The request of Moses and Aaron, as we know, fell on deaf ears. The ruler of Egypt would not hear of it. Then, following the plagues which the Lord God had visited on this people of Egypt and their land, Pharaoh agreed, putting restrictions, though, on their request. At first, the Hebrew men could go, but not the wives, the children, the servants, the cattle, other livestock, or their possessions. This would have, they were to remain in Egypt, in the land of Ham, as a safeguard for the men's return. Then Pharaoh had a change of heart. Families could go into the wilderness and worship, but not the livestock or the possessions. Finally, the ruler of Egypt agreed to what Moses and Aaron had asked. He allowed the Hebrews to go to worship in the wilderness, the men, their wives, the children, the servants, the cattle, other livestock, and all their possessions, even the fruit from the despoiling of the Egyptians, because the Lord had turned the hearts of the Egyptians very favorably to the Hebrews. God's plan, first made in the covenant with Abraham, was coming to fruition. He rescued the Hebrews from the hands of the Egyptian persecutors and led them to the land of milk and honey. And so the Israelites began their trek through the wilderness because God was pleased to give them the holy promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. This story of the Exodus is not just a story about our fathers in the faith. It is our story as well. It did not just occur several thousand years ago. In fact, it is happening to this very day with us. For Jesus said, 
Your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom, that is, the holy, new, promised homeland, heaven. Israel departs Egypt to worship God, not in order to be a people like all other like all others, Israel departs in order to serve the Lord God as God himself desires. The real goal of the Exodus, ultimately its only true goal, is not worship, but the land. The real content of the promise made to Abraham and his descendants forever. Land is given to the Hebrews to be a place for the true worship of the Lord God, the true God. The land's goal is therefore the place where God would reign with the people living accordingly. It is the realm of obedience where God's will be done. Now in wandering in the wilderness on the way to the holy promised land, Israel learns how to worship God in the way that God himself directs. They learn how to live according to the will of God with eyes, heart, and gaze all fixed on God to receive instruction on an all-embracing rule of law and a rule of life. As the Hebrews learned true worship from the hand of God, so too do we on our pilgrim way to the kingdom, to worship at the throne of God for eternity with the angels, the saints, and all of the church, as described in the book of Revelation. As the Hebrews learned to obey God and carry out his will on the way to that holy land flowing with milk and honey, so too do we on the way to the kingdom. As our ancestors in the faith were given the grace to become holy in God's sight and before the nations, so too are we given the same grace of holiness. As the Israelites were invited to grow in trust and dependence on God, receiving all things from God's hand, so too are we. As the Hebrews experienced God's mercy, his salvation and forgiveness of their sins and transgressions, his love and tender compassion as he led them on their way, so too do we. As, we were, as they were called by God to obey his commandments, laws, ordinances, his instructions and decrees on their flight from slavery to freedom, so too are we as we journey toward the kingdom of heaven. As God's chosen people were taught to flee from the slavery of sin and the wiles, the deceit, the temptation, and the lies of the devil and his minions, so too do we learn this on the way to the kingdom through the passion, death, resurrection, and ascension of him who leads us to the very heart of the kingdom of God, that is, of the one whom we follow and emulate. Unlike our ancestors 
in the faith, who murmured and grumbled against God, Moses, and Aaron, who at times preferred the flesh pots, the food, the life, the slavery, even the graves of Egypt, to the promised land and the journey there. May we ever strive and hasten towards the kingdom of heaven, the very abode of God. For as Jesus tells us, the Father is pleased to give us the kingdom and so have us with him for all eternity. All this through his most gracious magnanimity.